Nice. Yes, we are live. What's up, guys? Get ready. It's gonna be fun. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. Welcome to the Hake Report. This is James Hake. It is Wednesday, April 1st, 2020. Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's the first of the month. So get up, get up, get up. Cash your checks and come up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> That's the rap song from when I was in high school. But I didn't really hear it. I don't think I heard it until after I was done with high school. I heard somebody singing it at a Christian camp, and um, that was the summer, like, going into my high school. I don't know. Whatever. But anyways, it is 2020, and it's 9 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time, a few minutes after, right? I will get to your calls. Appreciate you guys calling in. 888-775-3773. La, la, la. What's up, Jay and TR? I am streaming on Facebook, Twitch, and of course, um, my the usual ones, Periscope, YouTube, dlive.tv slash The Hake Report, great platform, and um, mixer.com slash The Hake Report. So, you know, I was laughing. I was watching the tail end of the Jesse Lee Peterson show. You know, I like to catch it in the mornings, which is on, you know, 6 to 9 a.m. Monday through Friday. Right before my show. And at the, the tail end, I see this Cartoon Network tweet. Tweeting out a flag that looks really homosexual, but really it's transgender. It's a transgender flag. Like a baby blue, a baby pink, and a white. I don't know. It's disgusting. And they're talking about, what did they say? Something along the lines of, Cartoon Network wants to celebrate you being authentically you. <laughs> and it reminded me of me making fun of of Joel's answer to the biblical question of Jesse Lee Peterson. He asks biblical questions during the week, and his biblical question this week is: um, Should is it right? Should you be vulnerable? Should men be vulnerable? Something like that, right? <laughs> and Jesse said, "Oh, is it normal to be vulnerable?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, he's all, "Well, you should be." genuine <laughs> and then i kind of like twisted his words around to sound more liberal <laughs> and i'm all you should be your authentic self joel's saying that <laughs> and then jesse kind of believed that that was what joel was saying so he's like what does it mean to be your authentic self be the best version of yourself <laughs> and joel's all those are james's words <laughs> So uh, we're roasting Joel, but he is, uh, it's cool, it's cool. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But that's so disgusting, this Cartoon Network, and, you know, that Cartoon Network is supposed to be somewhat for kids, but also for adults, because millennials don't grow out of their kidness. And actually a lot of boomers and, and Gen Xers and Gen Yers and Gen Zers, oh, Gen Y is millennial. Um, don't grow out of their being childish either. That's why they have that term. I don't even want to repeat the term. It's so disgusting. <laughs> By the way, I'm, tomorrow I may wear my T-shirt. Disgusting. Shameful. I'm wearing a Bond T-shirt right now. It says, Rebuilding the Family by Rebuilding the Man Across Two Lines. It's a nice T-shirt. I like it. Um, but tomorrow I may wear a Hake, the Hake Report T-shirt. Says disgusting. And shout out to Mark Hidalgo for the design inspiration and input. Um, I don't know if I doxed him, but he does put his last name online too. But thank you, man. I appreciate that. Um, but that's so disgusting. It's spreading misery through that fake, 
the, what Jesse Lee Peterson always says, mama love, I can't help it. I can't help it. <laughs> People, uh, you know, some of the haters rip me for referencing and citing what Jesse Lee Peterson says. But the stuff that he says is so true. And, um, <laughs> oh, man. But it's spreading misery through that mama love, that that fake just uplifting you for your degeneracy and praising you in your in your lo- being lost and confused and degenerate degenerating on a personal level and societal and families and all that so it's just mess am i right you guys know this already let's talk about something that um actually affects most of us, because probably most of the people, most of my audience may not, might not be transgender or even supporting the transgender um, delusion, delusion of supporting, supporting transgender. When you're supporting transgenderism, you're supporting the destruction of the person who thinks they're transgender, right? But speaking of poisonous political correctness, um... I'm loving the response to my talk um, about this book that I'm reading from a journalist whom I respect about um, the SS and the Nazi times and the um, Holocaust, whatever. Some people are overreacting to it. And I'm not able to, you know, when I'm trying to present it, I'm not able to watch the live chat, so I don't know what all is going on, but I do see some of the comments. And I love YouTube comments, by the way. I love them. It's my favorite social media platform is YouTube and YouTube comments. (laughs) I just can't help it. DLive is awesome, too, but... uh, People are thinking things. People are thinking that I'm thinking things that I'm not thinking. Or thinking that I'm saying things that I'm not saying with this stuff that I'm reading about um, Bill O'Reilly's book, Killing the SS. And the reason that I'm interested in this at all, because I'm not really interested in history. I Because it's so... We see plainly that the media lies to us before our very eyes about the present day. How much more can people lie to us about history, right? And authoritatively, so-called authoritatively lie. So, whatever. But, um, for example, I read about, um, I said, you all heard that um, six million Jews died in the Holocaust, right? And probably most people have heard that. That is the, that is the accepted factor, whatever, the th- one that's pushed, right? And um, I cited Bill O'Reilly's, some facts that he laid out. And I believe them to be factual. I mean, I don't think that he would spread something that he thinks is false. So um, he said something like 5.7 million, 5,700,000 Jewish people from these different Nazi-dominated European countries went missing. 4.5 million of them would not be accounted for by... um, by, uh, Natural death by natural causes, old age, etc. So there's 4.5 million not accounted for in the displaced persons that went to other countries. Maybe they went into hiding, who knows? But um, I just found it interesting. Hmm, 5.7. And um, there were other things that I was, and so uh, somebody's all, I thought James was getting pilled. And then he cites this thing, and I didn't say that I believe it or disbelieve it or care, or whatever. And then somebody else commented, and it's funny, because yesterday I gave you guys stories about um, about people who were let out of these, uh, like one, one example of a concentration camp in some city or somewhere. They got, they chased down an SS guard, and they, horrific, like, uh, kids cover your ears, a horrific thing that they did to him. I'm saying the the ex-prisoners, ex-concentration camp people, did a horrific thing to this guard. And they killed him. Roasted him alive. 
horrific death. And then I also talked about how this James C. Woods guy, the overweight 35-year-old guy with um, yellow teeth, bad breath, who lied his way into becoming the executioner after the Nuremberg trials, and he had an inhumane way of, of hanging people so that they wouldn't, their neck wouldn't snap and they wouldn't die right away. They would, um, they would uh, strangle for like over 10 minutes. This is the guy that scares Joel. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks of like horror movies. <laughs> but um, it's funny because I just cited two bad examples. Like that was an example of these guys paying back evil for evil, the ones that, that roasted this SS guard alive. I don't know if that was right to do. I don't think so. And this guy that uh, lied became a hangman. And um, had a, according to Bill O'Reilly, inhumane form of um, executing people. And those, neither of those people were Nazis that were the perpetrators. Oh, no, were the, that were the victims. No, the, those weren't the Jews that were the victims in this case. Of this, like, uh, cruel and unusual punishment, let's call it, right? And maybe what the Nazis did was cruel and unusual evil. And maybe that's why they responded this way. But you, like, you don't pay back evil for evil, right? But it's funny because one guy's all, can we have an episode where we don't have the poor victim Jews? And it's funny because the way I'm presenting it is just strictly factual. I just find it very interesting. And yet people are, like, overreacting and thinking that I'm, they're just overreacting to it. And so that's a form of, I mean, it's, this, it's the same thing as the political correctness forced on the, the SJWs and the, and the people who are bullied around by the SJWs who cave to political correctness. There's the, alt, let's call it just alt-right political correctness, right? And I'm using that just very loosely, that term loosely, right? The alt-right political correctness where you have to just totally, I guess, downplay everything that may or may not have happened. <laughs> Um, just interesting. They're traumatized in assuming that every fact giving credence to whatever happened is, um, is pushing the, the propaganda of victimhood of, uh, you know, whatever. So I just found it pretty interesting. And, um, one thing that Bill O'Reilly said uh, that I remembered about this Nuremberg trials, he said it was as though... I think 12 people were hanged, right? 12 Nazis, Nazi sympathizers, bankers, what, businessmen, whatever, were hanged. And one, was a, one or two were acquitted, some were sentenced to life, and some were sentenced to shorter, something like that. And um, he said that Bill O'Reilly wrote that it was as though they were punishing these guys for crimes that other people committed. And I think that's true. And the other thing is, like, we've seen courts become more and more, even in the United States, where you're supposed to be considered innocent unless proven guilty. We've seen courts become more and more corrupt, so we don't know what the truth is. So, I just found it interesting. And the other thing is, one of, the, one of my favorite points that I've made <laughs> about this thing is... Um, some people find it hard to believe every, every mass shooting that takes place. They think, oh, this is a false flag. Well, you can be certain that every evil act will be exploited and used in every, you know, and used for evil by the uh, children of the lie. The people that will lie and smear and scapegoat whites or men or Christians or whatever. But it doesn't mean that the evil didn't happen because we've, we've seen cruelty throughout even in the present days. People are killing babies. That's cruel. That's cruel and they're just dehumanizing babies. And those are like the most innocent lives you can kill and they're killing them. So if they're willing to do that, and yes, you can say, oh, it's out of sight, out of mind. A baby hasn't ha lived a life so you don't have this emotional attachment to the baby. Or maybe they're not feeling it. <laughs> Something stupid like what Destiny and the others try to argue. But you know that evil is real and you know that cruelty has um, 
has basically like no limit. And so, and we have seen, um, we have seen even white guys, like they bottle up the anger and then they snap and go crazy. And I've told you about this, this saying that some of the whites have, white people are nice until they're not. And they're saying it like they should be proud of it. And there's nothing to be proud of because niceness is not goodness. Niceness isn't a, a virtue. It is a weakness. And it's interesting because when I was growing up, I remembered seeing people acting stupid. And, you know, and they're trying to get you to laugh or whatever, or they're trying to get you to go along with them. And I see, I remember seeing that they were acting stupid when I was in my adolescence, like 12, 13, 14, 15, all that, on up through my maybe early 20s, even to this day a little bit, I still feel that pull to like uh, laugh along with them even though they're acting stupid and it's not really funny. Just to be nice. Haven't you noticed that? People are weak. And there is this, that is niceness. That's actually being weak. And you, don't, and you, you think, oh, I'm just making them feel better even though I know that they're being, acting dumb. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Am I making sense at all? Are you paying attention at all, Joel? Do you know what I'm saying? Where somebody's acting silly, and just to make them feel better, you laugh or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that definitely is a, a thing. Yeah. So that's all. I'm, that's like the point that I'm trying to get across is that whites have this thing where they, even like the, the um, you know, the right wing whites or the dissident whites, they'll say whites are nice until they're not. And they'll act like it's a positive thing. And then they think that, oh, we're going to win the race war. When you're losing the race war because you're not even, it's the race war, the, the spiritual war is already upon you. So a lot of people think, oh, let's just wait, let's just wait around until there's a civil war. To me, that's crazy. Anything else, Joel? No, no, no. Okay. Um, let me read a couple of, of Diamonds. Beard the Butcher, Corona Fears, James, Coronavirus Fears, James Hake. Thank you, Beard the Butcher. Yeah, do not be afraid. Um, very good point. I don't know if he was making that point, but you're right. And then I will get to calls, too. Silosopher, very supportive man. Thank you for, with the diamond. CCon gave a diamond. What if you're born as a sincere, nice person? <laughs> Sion. Eve. Nah, I'm playing. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm kind of underhandedly um, calling Sion the devil's advocate. Eve was the first devil's advocate, was she? <laughs> Just asking the question. One more hour. Nice hair, brother, says above average size bear. You know, we are talking about it. We were talking about it. I was this close. When I say this close, I mean like, I was thinking about it. I was talking with these guys about it. Um, not today, Satan. <laughs> not, I'm not calling you Satan. I'm just saying this. It's a saying, not, to, not today, Satan. It's a meme. But no, not two hours today. I, I don't want to apologize because that's white. That's very nice. <laughs> That's the weak type of white. It's not the right type of white. To uh, apologize for being right, right? But I am working... By working on it, I am considering how to go about this two hours thing. All right? It's not just me. I'm not just... I'm not Nick Fuentes. I'm not a big bear in which I can do it and it doesn't affect anybody around me. I'm in Joel's studio. This is his... He's the manager of this room. <laughs> And I am on Jesse Lee Peterson's network, and um, so we need to m make it work. But we're working on it. By working on it, our minds are working away, <laughs> okay? <laughs> and it'll come to us. The answer, the solution is coming, all right? So, sorry to be vague. Somebody asked me if I'm an anti-vaxxer, and he said, good man, listener um, Mike Gibson. He seemed to assume that I am. I don't know what I am in terms of vaccinations. I am very leery about vaccinations. My guess is that some are okay, some are good, is my guess, and others not. I'm against forced vaccinations. 
um, because I just don't trust people, right? <laughs> I just don't trust pe people. It's not that I just don't trust government because I just don't trust people. We've seen plainly that people are evil and um, I trust people that show themselves to be generally trustworthy. Even if I disagree with them at times. But people in general. And it's Nick Man, Man says, dude, vaccinate. I know, but look at us. Like those of us who are over like 12 or 15. Um, are not caught up on our vaccinations. True or false, Nick? I'm talking to Nick on Periscope. He says he does it for a living. All the anti-crap is a myth. And, you know, I've heard both sides, man. I, um, I'm okay with, with some of them. I just, I've heard horrific things about, about sometimes these, for example, the flu shot. That's a different type of vaccination than from some of the others. But I'm, I'm, I'm leery and I'm, uh, sympathetic, is that beta, to, um, some of the people that have had bad experiences or just plain don't trust it. And um, Nick says, probably true on a Periscope, LOL, that a lot of us who are over the age of, you know, 12, 15, 18, 21, whatever, are behind on the vaccinations. So just a side note. But um, by the way, about this, I'm going to get to this coronavirus fears thing. Nick, I thought, made a good point, even though he is going to be deported soon, thanks to um, Bobby in Nashville, Tennessee, being highly disappointed in all of us. I wish he would take, retract it, take it back, because I didn't disappoint you. I didn't think. But I didn't, wasn't passionate enough. Um, <laughs> he may, Nick made a good point that you can be asymptomatic and still bring the disease to other people. Interesting. You need passion to persuade people, James. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Let me just double check my... Uh, let, me, let me not get too far behind. Alejandro Davila says, Hake thugs in harmony. <laughs> Man. Not so purdy says thoughts are of Satan. One more hour. Malkuth X, hake you lost your I'm white card singing Bone Thugs. <laughs> Let me get to Richie out of Boston, Massachusetts. Richie, thanks for thanks for holding. What's up? Hi James, how you doing, brother? Doing fine. How are you? Excellent. Um, real quick, that pastor, he will definitely win on appeal or whatever. He can sue that Florida sheriff. <laughs> He, that that's so simple, and I don't want people blaming maybe the arresting officer. You want to talk about vulnerability? Um, that when the sheriff tells you to arrest someone, and you know that that's wrong, but he has a family, he has a job. If he didn't support it, that is that that's a definite reason for um, losing your job. Yeah. So it, it's it's a ter it's a terrible spot to be in. I mean. Me personally, I would have said I don't want to arrest this guy because there's no doubt that that arresting officer is going to get called into court. You know, and, I, um, just to correct, I read in the Daily Beast, you know, it's a far left outlet, but I read oops. that he turned himself <laughs> in. That this guy turned oh, himself turned, in. Oh, okay, but even even the booking officers yeah. at the jail, and it's it's going to be a mess because... There's no doubt that there's a line around the corner of lawyers that are getting in touch with this pastor to, um, you know, sue the sheriff's department. You know, I and, hope so. Know, I hope that there is a decent lawyer out there because this guy is smeared in the mainstream media and any lawyer who takes his side will be similarly smeared in the media because he's a conservative well, and he's an Alex, an Alex Jones type, meaning he's a little bit... Um, He's appeared on Alex Jones's show there. and stuff like that. A little out there. Yeah. But still, I mean, um, I, ho I do hope that there is a, a lawyer with some integrity. <laughs> is that, a, is that an oxymoron? 
Um, yeah, jumbo shrimp, jumbo shrimp territory. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, there is, there will be one across right. America. There will be one, uh, especially a constitutional lawyer. Yeah. Um, who may be libertarian or something like that, but because all, all everything from the president down to the governors to the reps to the senators, all of this stuff is just is a mere suggestion. Yeah. And it's totally, totally, totally unconstitutional. And you want to talk about vulnerable, anybody that was involved with, with, you know, like I said, booking this pastor and stuff like that, they're going to be involved in this court case. And, you know, all they have to say is, you know, it, uh, if I didn't do my job, right. it would be deemed as insubordination. And, you know, I, I didn't want it. So, you know, it, 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 but they're still going to get called into court. Interesting, so, man. And court is scary. Court is scary. Yeah. Been there. It's not fun. Even when you're on the right side of it, because anything can happen in court. Right. Um, but um, as far as the ag, I want to tie into what you were talking about with you reading Bill O'Reilly's book. Yeah. This is nothing more. This is nothing more than a war on Christianity. What's that? The the, the arrest of this pastor. Yeah. And Bill O'Reilly wrote a book, though I believe, the War on Christianity. Oh, interesting. And and uh, and um, what do you call it? Yeah, it, it, this all there's so much vulnerability going on with this, and you know, the need. It's it's just this is a very very crazy time that we're going through right, right. now. Because Andrew Andrew Gillum didn't get arrested in Florida, and he could have got allegedly possession of methamphetamine and yep. sex for a fee from the guy that he was hanging out with. Yeah. Um, the, the spring breakers didn't get arrested and there were, there were hundreds of them. They, you know, what, what I wish they did with this pastor was just told, just went and broke it up. If you do it again, maybe there'll be consequences. You were warned. Right. Maybe send the pastor a letter, but you know, maybe he was sent. To, I don't know. There's so much right. that we don't know about this. So, yeah, but it's just, you want to talk about vulnerability? There's a lot of vulnerability in a case like that, but it's it's totally unconstitutional. It's just a war on Christianity. Yeah, plain and simple. You know, uh, Florida doesn't have a very good history with sheriffs. Going back to the school shooting. That's true. Sheriff, good point. So it, a lot of things are tying in here, and you know, I like to observe everything that's going on, and then just take a deep breath and think about what's been happening lately. Yeah. Things go with trends. And it's 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 kind of crazy, but you know we're living in a crazy time, and I really just hope everybody's safe. Yeah. In the end, and you know, but hey, I just I want to ask you, you know, do you get uncomfortable when you read the the, the book about you know the Nazis that Bill O'Reilly? Because I know for me, I find it kind of interesting, but I get uncomfortable reading the books about because I know it's just pure evil in the end. You know, I haven't gotten uncomfortable with it. I've, I just, I do find it, um, kind of interesting. I every now and then I'll come across a fact or a story that's like, wow, that's wild. I didn't consider that that might have happened, or you know, for example, them roasting that, um, that SS guard, or you know, just all these different things that went on, and the way that they, yeah. these guys, bit down and swallowed poison to kill themselves some of these former they, nazi guys they, they carried that cyanide like a kid would carry an apple to a teacher in school i mean they were ready to rock with that cyanide stuff if everything went down i mean yeah. they knew that's just a sign that they knew deep down what they were doing was wrong because they were ready to exit stage left as soon as the heat came down on them yeah and um i got another and it doesn't and it doesn't make the people that were punishing them necessarily right because those people it could be it could be evil versus evil as it so often is in the world maybe they were taking out their frustration on the people that they physically had in front of them yeah you know right it's just just to show people that they were you know we're taking care of this now and don't worry we're on the case with this yeah they talk about a mess. That was a messy time too. Yep. You know, everyone, every couple decades or whatever, we go through messy times. And you know, just with the transgender thing that Jesse was talking about yesterday, with its transgender day. 
but we yeah. can't have white history month. It's, it's insane. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is ridiculous. It's, in, it's insane. But Nick, I'll let you go. There's other Thank you, man. As always, tomorrow. Everybody be safe. I love you all. All right. Thank you, Richie. Take care. Oops. I hung him off. I hung up on him. Um, Nick says cyanide was standard issue in the SS belt buckle. Wow. Big if true. <laughs> um, you know, one thing before I get back to the calls, um, I have social pariah coming up next. One thing I forgot to mention was about this, you know, I'm using the term political correctness on the what I'm loosely referring to as like the alt-right side about oh you have to um you have to believe that the Holocaust was is uh is lied about or whatever. Um it's similar with blacks. I remember saying saying that um on the Jesse Lee Peterson show a few years ago that um that blacks who they are pressured to play up so-called instances of racism or even lie about it. You know, there are some who make these fake hate crimes, right? That, um, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is there's pressure, a, a feeling of pressure to agree with this big racism lie amongst blacks. Just as I'm sure there's pressure amongst um, amongst Jews, even secular Jews, to that, oh, the hol- we have to remember the Holocaust. Or there's pressure amongst the Christians that you have to, I don't know, there's this weird pressure to, amongst Christians to believe that Jesus is God or that you continue to sin, which are not even Christian beliefs, honestly. Um, so there's all these different, whatever world that you're in, you have this pressure to conform to what they want you to believe. Interesting, huh? Especially if it's a lie. That's wild. And uh, same thing with the Mexican. Oh, you're Mexican. Or you're... I don't think they call themselves Hispanic (laughs) or Latino. Maybe Latino. (laughs) But you're Mexican. Um, You have to agree with us. Every... The families have that. And there is this big thing like family over everything where to the point where people will be all about the hookup and the cheating on behalf of so-called family so much for what's right right crazy um yeah you know i'm gonna talk about a little bit more about this government thing and this martial law thing because one thing i did where i do give uh bobby from nashville credit for like calling me out was I kind of defended the notion of martial law because is that written in the Constitution or anything? I don't know. I'm just asking. Maybe not. Maybe it's not supposed to be. When, if ever, should you give up uh, control, uh, freedom to the government? It's a good question, huh? Anyways... Maybe it's not a good, maybe it's just a dumb question because you should never. <laughs> but um, let me get to Social Pariah out of Denver, Colorado. What's up, Social Pariah? Thanks for calling. Hey, hey, how are you? Fine. Um, yeah, I was just going to say, you know, it's not that it really matters all that much, but, uh, you know, it was like with the preacher or the pastor in Florida, whenever Joel was saying that, you know, he, yeah, they, they should put him in jail, he had about 30 seconds to digest the information yeah and he thought that they uh that it was a law you know that and and the bible it does say you know you should submit to authority right and he was discerning for himself so yeah you know i mean i would i would not that it was just joel but any any of you guys were you know in that predicament i would probably say that you know that they weren't wrong cut him some slack right yeah <laughs> yeah but also that 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 preacher i mean the pastor if it's true, he spent a hundred thousand dollars. Is that right? What did, what did That's he what he said. He, he said he spent a hundred thousand dollars on like something like thirteen machines for the building that would spray down. I don't know what a hundred miles an hour, <laughs> you know. And maybe he's exaggerating, but he's like, and he doesn't know the technical aspects. But he said that it's supposed to kill um, disease, virus, germs. But I mean, you know, if you're if you're going to glorify God. 
that it should be about God and God only. You know, I think that, you know, you don't necessarily have to be in a building with the preacher, you know, to, it just seems like that guy's kind of like, um, what's the word? Self-aggrandizing himself. Is that, is that the right word? Yeah. I think (laughs) that's, I think that's a word and that could be, I'm not saying that it's not. Yeah. That, I mean, you know, it just seems like, I mean, legally he's not wrong and maybe, I mean, maybe not even morally, but yeah, it just seems like, you know, grandstanding to me, you know, he could, he could have just waited and, you know, right, rode this thing out. A hundred thousand dollars could have gone to much better use in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Although maybe this is something worth investing in. I don't know. Cause pe- yeah. we have the crazy, we have some crazy illegal aliens diseases anyways. This man, I have a photograph of him handing Alex Jones a handgun. Uh, I think he said God is with him. It it was a, I got this off of Right Wing Watch, which is a far-left anti-America, anti-freedom, anti-Christian, anti-white, anti-men outlet. Communist, basically, I think. Rodney right. Howard Brown gives Alex Jones a handgun, tells him God is with him or something like that. <laughs> And it looks like a nice 1911 handgun. And here is, I'm showing photographs of this, or stills, right, screenshots of this. Yeah, I man. mean, maybe I don't know enough about it, to really. But I just, you know, it just seems to me, you know, a little um, over the top. <laughs> yeah. No, you may well be right. Um, he said something that, you know, I I hate to repeat it, but according to Right Wing Watch, which... You shouldn't give them much credence, but I think that Right Wing Watch is the one who said that he said this, that, um, you know, such and such people, like, you know, lefties way up high in government or Hollywood or somewhere, he said something that they do, and hide your kids or cover your kids' ears, that something that they do is a fact. And he said that they do this regarding... They, he said that they drink kids' blood, and that's a fact. This is a fact, he said, <laughs> according to what Right Wing Watch says. And usually they don't just make up quotes, right? And I've heard other people say this, right? I don't know it to be true. <laughs> and I would just say, like, we can plainly... We have enough to point them out as evil just by pointing out what they openly do without having to um, make accusations like that without common knowledge proof. You know what I mean? I don't like the... I don't... I think that it's a mistake to start saying stuff that you don't know to be true. But a lot of people yeah, are, I mean, think that they think that they know or whatever. I don't know. But there's a, you know, I mean... Is that what a, adrenochrome is? Like a preacher, a preacher that I used to go to the church, uh, Jeff Wickwire in Fort Worth, really good preacher. Anybody that wants to... I think he's on YouTube, but he was saying about, like, false prophets, about, you know, if you made, like, this perfect milkshake with bluebell ice cream, blueberries, strawberries, but it had one one-hundredth of dog poop as part of the mixture, yeah, you know, that's hardly—you wouldn't even know it was there. Right. But would you still drink it if you knew? <laughs> if you knew, yeah, that's the, that's the tricky part. Because I heard that you're—I right? <laughs> heard when I was in high school, one of my friends— one of my teammates on the running cross country team said that they uh-huh. they allow a certain amount of that in hot dogs, and he also said that that's why it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> but you don't know, I guess. <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, they have certain standards, but there's also within reason, you know. <laughs> I guess, but yeah, well, yeah I mean, interesting, man. <laughs> well, uh, I'll let you go. I was Thanks, really, man. Uh, weigh in on that, but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think I don't think that you're. I think you may be right about this this guy. And usually, those are the ones who get themselves in these predicaments. And yet, I'm I don't fault them for it. I, I, for example, these guys that get caught up in these court cases with the um having to make big gay cakes and bake. And arrange gay flowers, gay wedding flowers, and stuff like that. Um, 
there is like a there's a uh, cunning way to do it where you cunning as serpents and innocent as doves where you make the cake since the law is against Christians anyways and you use that money for good but there's also the people that don't mind taking that hit to show us how far the government is going to overreach and how far evil um, is holding sway on the people. So I don't really mind these cases coming up. I like them coming up because now we know where certain people in the government stand. For example, this um, sheriff out of... I have a, Do I have a photograph of that sheriff? Him holding a hashtag stop domestic violence sign. This is the sheriff who was grandstanding against the grand, the allegedly grandstanding um, pastor. So two grandstanders battling it out, and so far this sheriff is um, winning, at least on a worldly level. But look at this simp. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling him a simp because he has a hashtag stop domestic violence thing, <laughs> which is a, a lot, a lot, political a lot to sift through. Yeah, but it I mean, is. I mean, it's like Jesse said, you discern, you know, you take the good bits out of each thing, you know, not just uh, groupthink. Yeah. You know, not go along with the crowd, you know. True. And uh, Thank you, yeah, Social Prior. You bet. I'll talk take to care, you later. man. All right. I am going to open the treasure chest in fifth, less than 15 minutes if Joel and or I and or Nick remember. <laughs> I usually do, right? I've, I have a good track record. Um, let me get to Craig out of Deplaine. Am I pronouncing it right? Deplaine, Illinois? Desplaines, Illinois. Desplaines, Illinois. Yes, sir. How you nice. doing, Hey, I'm doing fine. It's good to hear from you. Thanks for calling. Yeah, man. Always same here, man. Um, I had a question for you. Uh, All right. Um, I, I was, I was listening to the show and, um, you know, uh, I don't understand it, but there is most black out here that still believe that false narratives of what these so-called black leaders are throwing into their minds. Why yeah. is that still going on? And then when you have a group topic with someone that you know, and they'd be like, no, you're being brainwashed. Why is people still, you know, like, you know still thinking that, you know, because you're, you're coming up with something so where you tell them, well, hey, you know, I believe it doesn't exist. And it is a spiritual warfare battle. And why is people still believing that and still having hatred towards Hispanics, uh, Caucasians? One, because y'all are the most ones that's being attacked right now as we speak. <laughs> right. It's still going on. Why is this still being kept going? I think people are, well, I know that people are blind, right? Like people yeah. have to be blind not to not to see that whites are the ones under attack and blacks are being brainwashed to believe this racism thing. That's an attack that itself too, by the way. But um, yeah. I think too is that there are very few people of the conservative ilk that yes, we conservatives know or whatever. Th those of us who know that this racism thing is fake know it right we like you can you can tell that it's fake but if we're not living it ourselves if we're not living the truth then we'll be kind of like these guys that they think that they over they know the truth about the the nazi times right and then they overreact to me and by them overreacting to me and thinking that i'm thinking something that i'm not thinking or saying something that i'm not saying it makes me Thing, uh, you don't know what you're talking about because you're assuming stuff about me and so mm -hmm. oftentimes people will um, people even on the conservative side will overreact to the people that believe in the racism thing right you you hear yeah. somebody bring up the racism thing you just want to roll your eyes right and yeah you can yeah. roll your yeah. eyes but you right. um, be yet yeah, you be patient and live the truth to them there's these guys that come on Jesse's show and they spout some like ridiculous stuff and some of us would just want to jump all over those things when yeah. you hear Jesse Lee Peterson talking start changing the subject to like real things like your life 
and mm-hmm. it's so deep and and then everybody can suddenly relate to the issues that these callers are going through and the conversation that they're having with Jesse it's like so nice and yeah. that's part of i think what love is and what wisdom is where you don't mm-hmm. get caught up in arguing about dumb facts because uh, to use a to use a um I would get fined if I were on Bill O'Reilly's show. But to use a uh, cliche, at the end of the day, all these facts don't matter. It's the truth yeah. that matters, and it's like cutting to like the the root issue is people are blind and angry and lost. Wow, so, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Hey, Mr. Hick, I have a question for you. Like, I mean, do you still experience as a Caucasian brother? You know. <laughs> Uh, you still like, you know, experience most, not all, but black people hating on you. N- Only callers and people on the internet. Most, I mean, I'm not, I don't really interact with a lot of blacks other than the ones. In the, honestly, I don't get out much. <laughs> so I, I, no, not really. Um, okay. On black Twitter and stuff like that. Yeah, I guess for sure. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah. You see it online, and I like online stuff because they're they're putting out what they really think. People mm-hmm. have less of a filter online, and I think that's yeah. what they really think. Whereas when they're mm-hmm. out in the world, they're more on their better behavior. They have that pressure to... Even blacks have that pressure to be a little bit nicer. <laughs> yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Can I send a real shout-out to my friend, Sion? Because I keep forgetting every time we talk, but her name's Sion. I just want to send out a quick uh, shout-out to her. Yeah, so, cool. Yeah, thank you, man. But thank you for all y'all doing over there, man. Every morning I'm tuning in because, like, I'm on 30 days lockdown in uh, Illinois. But <laughs> oh, man, yeah, us too. <laughs> yeah, I'd be glad when this is over with, man. Same here. a lot of times, man, this is being blown out of proportion, and it's still cold and poofy. Yeah, but you gotta be safe, you know. So yep, thank all you guys. And now tell tell Joel if you're listening. Oh man, I like his uh, style of rap. Man, he got bars. I didn't know he had bars like that. (laughs) (laughs) Joel, thank him. Right on, man. Thanks, Greg. (laughs) I'm like Mama Tim. Say thank you. (laughs) All right, man. Y'all be safe out there, Cali, man. God bless y'all. Right on, Craig. (laughs) Thank you, man. All right, say to Nick. God bless Nick too. Nick cool as hell. Heck, I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> Nick cool as heck too, all right? Nick is cool as <laughs> heck. <laughs> all right, man. All right, and so is you too, Hank. All right, man. Take care, brother. All right. Thank you. <laughs> all right, bye. Bye. Right, bye. Yeah, uh, yeah, I like Joel's raps. <laughs> and um Bubs Love made the point that um other rappers, Bubs Love is like a he used to be um an intern for my for my show. And actually he helped out with the Jesse Lee Peterson show too. He's over there on D Live a lot. Um, he said he's also a producer, huh? also a rapper, yeah, and a singer. Well, he said that other rappers are trying to imitate one rapper or another, but Joel's just rapping, <laughs> and I think that's a that's kind of like how he is with his beliefs. That he's just he's not necessarily following one thing or another. He's just going with. How life as he sees it, and that's cool. Um, Jib Jab says, Hey, if I could make a movie suggestion, you would enjoy The Pianist or Pianist if you want to miss if I want to mispronounce it, which I like doing that. It's a memoir by Vladislav Zbilman, based on the Nazi area, based in the Nazi era. It can be gory. I'm not into gore, but I appreciate the heads up, you know. I haven't. I never watched Schindler's List that came out when I was in um, elementary school, or maybe right before junior high. Schindler's List. That was a. It was supposed to be like this classic movie, right? I haven't seen it. Um, one movie I did watch that I liked back in when I watched it was Life Is Beautiful, and it's supposed to be a, a comedy, and it's like about this father and son and maybe wife. Um, who go into the concentration camps. It is... I just remember certain scenes. I actually remember the most traumatizing scene from it. I guess it's, you know, the, the ending scene, I guess you would call it. 
Um, and some say he says, it's so depressing, dude, skip it. I don't know if he's talking about the pianist. But that was a, I haven't seen it in ages, right? But I remember liking it. I watched it with uh, my brother-in-law. The Pianist is a movie I would have walked out of the theater. <laughs> this is Nick. <laughs> oh, Willie Palomino says, great show, Hake, wear your mask. I need to get one. I do have bandanas. So maybe I could wear my bandana on this show. I have a I have a Crip one. By Crip, I mean, you know, navy blue. I'm just kidding, uh, gangsters. <laughs> I don't think. I'm from nowhere. Where are you from? Nowhere. <laughs> That's what they taught us that you're supposed to say. Um, so, you know, this martial law, I might have misspelled it at one point. I spelled it M-A-R-S-H-A-L, maybe L-L, but I think it might be martial, M-A-R-T-I-A-L, law, martial law. You know, I do see a government power trip happening and liberals... Liberals are the real tyrants, dictators. <laughs> um, I remember getting mad at my nieces when they wouldn't do something that I wanted them to do. They didn't listen to me. <laughs> kind of like the mother who's like frustrated with the children because they don't take her seriously anymore. <laughs> I feel that that's how the government's acting now. You have this impatient lesbian black mayor from Chicago who according to the media, went out like, got impatient with the people who don't listen to her orders. You know, probably blacks <laughs> in uh, Chicago. But my take is, to me, it's kind of sad. I understand that there is a concern about this virus, and I I share it, right? We're su We're supposed to be considerate of one another, even if I don't think that I'm going to die from the disease, I could still be a carrier, right? I could be a super carrier. And so, yeah, um, don't spread your germs around. Take extra precautions. But America's become like a ghost town nationwide. I don't know if that's true, but it seems like it. It reminds me of when the Boston bombers killed a bunch of people, killed several, at least several people and injured many in um, Massachusetts at that marathon years back, several years ago. Do you remember the Boston Marathon bombing? And I remember hearing on the news about um, it became a ghost town like the next day. The next day, transit, I don't know if transit was running. It might not have been running. There was a big manhunt for these Zarnaev brothers, these... I guess some of them were teenagers. One of them may have been in his early 20s or something. And um, they shut down the city. Two guys. And by the way, Russia warned America, the CIA or FBI or, or the government, about these guys as a possible terror threat. They're Serbian or Bosnian or something. I don't know. They're like white-ish looking almost. Muslims. Zarnayev brothers. And Rolling Stone, by the way, put one of them on his on the cover of the magazine. Look, Google that. Rolling Stone Zarnayev. T-S-A-R-N-A-E-V brother. <laughs> or uh, Rolling Stone Boston Bomber. Kosovo will always be Syria, says all Serbs. <laughs> Nick knows history. He went to he went to uh, Canada for his education. <laughs> I don't know that stuff, Nick. <laughs> I remember hearing the term Kosovo, maybe with, what what is that? Um, Clinton. But anyways, the authorities did that. The authorities are to blame for letting the all these so-called refugees in. I think these Sarnayev brothers came in as refugees, or their parents did, and they came as kids. Kinds of like Ilhan Omar, right? And then the, the authorities allowed the whole place to get shut down. And to me now, like, we're doing that, but on like a massive scale for a month and a half or more, right? And I don't trust this guy. If you find that uh, image, just put it up, Joel. 
um, Boston Bomber, Rolling. I think it was Rolling Stone, right? You know, making him make a making a rock star out of him. Look at this, this Rolling Stone, the Bomber, just making him look cool. Willie Willie Nelson next to his name, Jay Z next to his name, Robin Thicke, which was a big name back then. Gary Clark Jr., whatever. And then the bomber. How a popular, promising student was filled by his family. Failed by his family, sorry. Fell into radical Islam and became a monster, something like that. And they're, you know, they're paying lip service to, yeah, this guy's evil, but they're making him look like a rock star. It's so ridiculous. Have you ever heard of copycat crimes? The media encourages this stuff, knowingly or unknowingly, right? Copycat crimes. Where, uh, you know, copycat crime is kind of self-explanatory. But anyways, man, I don't trust this. Oh, treasure chest. We're going to open it right now. But I don't trust this Chad Cronister sheriff guy. I showed you the picture of him. And maybe all sheriffs are bullied into this but you shouldn't be bullied i don't know i haven't seen i haven't seen sheriff joe arpaio hold a hashtag stop domestic violence thing and that's really you know this domestic violence some of you may not know but that's an attack on men because men are the ones generally arrested even sometimes when they call the police on the violent woman and there's all kind there's lots of times where men are lied about and then people pretend that it's um people pretend that oh women don't falsely accuse you heard on the Jesse Lee Peterson um his other show the fallen state him interviewing that feminist woman um Abigail Sagi UCLA gender studies women's studies and sociologist, she's saying that well, women don't lie about rape. Yes, they do. <laughs> and people lie. People just up and lie. And you know, I, I, I'm a gullible guy. I will. I can be easily swayed. Believe it or not, <laughs> some of you are not surprised. Some of you are surprised. But I'll hear something if it sounds possible. Oh yeah, maybe that's possible. I guess because I'm an intellectual still. But um, people do lie. One thing that Bill O'Reilly said in his book about uh, Trump, uh, the United States of Trump, he said that uh, he doesn't use anonymous sources because he respects his audience because they, he doesn't want to violate that trust because anonymous sources always have a hidden agenda, a hidden motive. Sometimes that motive is not known to the so-called journalist, right? And journalist is kind of a dirty word amongst us, right? Rightly so. So, this, I don't trust this guy. He has a degree in criminology. A lot of criminologists are just brainwashed into political correctness in this fake world, imaginary world of academia in which they just rationalize black violent crime and they don't want to face the reality of of it where you know black violent crime is really out of control um to the detriment of the blacks that they're pretending that they care about right so and this pastor rodney brown he was booked on misdemeanor charges of unlawful assembly in his own place and violation of public health rules freshly created rules right Flouting social distancing orders at the river at Tampa Bay Church. Tampa Bay. Howard Brown is an ally of President Trump, by the way. He's been an outspoken opponent of social distancing requirements, claiming his church has machines that can stop the coronavirus. Oh, duh. I had him click the, I had him do the treasure chest thing. <laughs> and I forgot to open it. But um, talking about recklessness, his... His reckless disregard for human life. Hello, let's arrest the abortionists then. <laughs> right? 
put hundreds of people in his congregation at risk and thousands of residents who may interact with him this week in danger, Hillsborough County Sheriff Chad Cronister said at the press conference. Why do you need a press conference for this? Well, I guess to make an, ex- ex- an example out of him. But Howard Brown, I guess he bailed himself out. And a Facebook broadcast, he said, I pray for the sheriff. He's a good man. And he blamed the media for pressuring law enforcement to take action against him. I don't, I'm not for that type of only blame the media stuff. That's kind of like only blaming the high IQ people for the low IQ people falling for the lie. No, blame the low IQ people too because they don't have to be deceived. It doesn't take a high IQ to discern the truth. You have a false belief in IQ. <laughs> Rick from Hampton, I'm sorry I can't get to you, but let me read the last bits of Super Chats. Reed Johnson, hot computer smell, take care business bear. Saved 1818 paramedic, congratulations on the tre- treasure chest winnings. Thank you to Silosopher, hot computer smell, above average size bear. That's racist, Ludwig von Neon, Cion, Beard the Butcher, paramedic, shaggy boy, uh, take care business bear. That's racist, says, don't worry, no gang members watching your show. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thanks for the reassurance. Ludwig von ne- Neon with the diamond. And let me just make sure. Okay, cool. Thank you, guys. TheHakeReport.com for my stuff. RebuildingTheMan.com slash stores for this cool t-shirt. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. TheHakeReport.com. JLPTalk.com for Jesse Lee Peterson's stuff. And by the way, support Jesse Lee Peterson on Patreon. We have more stuff. Uh, Exclusive content coming up. Take care.